Are there any unicorns left? Some would say yes. I would say yes, too. You're absolutely correct. There are unicorns still left. This is Animation Destination, and we're talking the last unicorn. The Animation Destination podcast is brought to you by The Destination, located at 5031 Shelbyville Road, Louisville, Kentucky, 40207, just behind D's Crafts in the Best Buy Shopping Center. Welcome to the Animation Destination Podcast, an animation celebration podcast. I'm your host, recently almost dead cartoon junkie, <laughs> Brandon Jones. Uh, sorry for the delay, it's been a couple of weeks, uh, but you know, sickness happens, holidays happen. But today we have two very special guests. We have Jay Rice. Yo. And we have Mitch Harmon. Hello. And I'm back and I'm not sick this time. So yeah. <laughs> you look better, yeah, yeah you yeah. never do. I'm, I don't feel of death. Um, I don't have bronchitis or the flu or any of those things that I have. positive things. I'm sure all of our audience agrees that you look great right now. It's true. (laughs) I have a face for radio. Um, (laughs) But no, good news, I lost about eight pounds. Oh, that's great. There you go. From not eating anything Yeah, because that always happens when you get sick. Yeah, so... There's a little bit of weight. There's a silver lining there. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But today, guys... We are going to watch, we have not yet watched, mm. we are going to watch The Last Unicorn, which is a, uh, a Rankin-Bass film, mm. uh, written, by, uh, written and adapted by Peter S. Beagle. It's an old, uh, an old um, story that he wrote from 1968, I want to say, okay. uh, and then he adapted it into a movie. He also wrote the screenplay and helped adapt it into an actual animated film. Uh, by Rankin Bass. Um, it's not a Christmas movie, but for me, it has a Christmas feel. Okay. So I feel like it just it kind of has that feeling to it. There's usually like things that are whimsical. And, yeah, and yeah, fun. It's, yeah, it's, exactly. Uh, you know, very associated with Christmas. The, the colors are very Christmassy. Yeah. The unicorn uh-huh. is very. I know. I, I mentioned it today at the shop, and Evan. I was like, you haven't seen the last unicorn? And so I pulled it up, and like, it was a long trailer. It was like five really? minutes long. Yeah. But yeah, we we sat there and watched that for a little while. So he was, oh, you wow. know, it, it, I've seen I've seen parts of it, I guess. And yeah. The animation is very very nice. Oh yeah, it's it's gorgeous animation. I I would like to get what you think your first Im- your before impressions would be about this. What do you think this is going to be like? This movie, I because it's kind of old school. Mm-hmm. Um. It's traditional animation, obviously. Have either of you ever seen the Hobbit movie? The, yes. The, yes. The Rankin-Bass yes. original yes. Hobbit cartoon. Same company. Yep. So, oh, okay. So it's very much in that same line. But it's like, I wonder though, because in the Hobbit movie, the one thing I really didn't like about it, well, and I know it was used to say bunny, mm. but like certain scenes were used... As like a colored background or whatever, right? And people yeah. like really that, would be there. Yes, yeah. that was that was Fellowship, and yes, uh, yeah. Uh, that, oh, was it? Oh, was that's it? a different one from The Hobbit. The oh, Hobbit is fully yeah. animated. The Hobbit is fully animated. Okay, Fellowship yeah. did use rotoscoping and actual film. Yeah, and like like overlay animation. Some of that looked pretty good. And it, like really it did. creepy. Uh, and but, that, uh-huh. but those were Rankin, those were um, Ralph Bakshi. Oh, uh, um, okay. Those were Ralph Bakshi uh, that did that. He did Fellowship and part of the Two Towers. Okay. I never, never finished that. I, was saying, I don't, no. I don't yeah. even remember them doing it. Return of the King. But Rankin Bass did The Hobbit and then they did Return of the King. 
really? interestingly <laughs> enough. So, right. uh, Return of the King is kind of awful. Um, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, like, the only good part about it, I would say, is where, um, um, what is her name? Eowyn takes on the, the, the big, the head of the, uh, what you call it, uh, the, the wraiths, the ring wraiths, the, oh. the king, oh, the, 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 the dark king, king yeah, where you know, no man can feld me, yeah, and then yeah. I'm not a man, <laughs> like, and like that part is like the only good part. Okay, I think mainly because like Eowyn's not really even a character until that point. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like, it's just kind of like she just shows up and she's just like a total BA. Yeah, it's like... And just like takes this dude out. It's like, ah, that's... But it, it's really <laughs> dumb because like the, like, uh, like Pippin and uh, the other Hobbit, um, uh, Mary. Mary. Pippin and Mary, they're like, oh, that's... What's your name? Because they have to explain it. Because yeah. she hasn't shown up at all at any point. Yeah. So they're like, oh, that's the king's daughter. Da, 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 da. Like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> where, have, where has she been before? Who knows? Um, but those two were Rankin Bass. The, okay. The Hobbit and that, and they're fully animated. All right, so, cool. And that's so what, you're expecting the same mm-hmm. from uh, Last Unicorn, all right? Yes, yes. There was a lot of very similarity between the animation of The Hobbit mm-hmm. and uh, of, of The Last Unicorn, that I, the, yeah. the little that I saw. Yeah, the designs and everything like mm-hmm. it. It's, it's very much the same, mm-hmm. in the same park. Uh, but I feel like you guys are going to enjoy this movie, so I hope you will. So, but... Uh, I, First off, uh, I'd like to start this thing off with uh, with our animation recommendation for this week, um, and I don't really have one that fits. I can well, <laughs> mm, we could watch the Storks trailer teaser trailer. Um, Storks. Yeah, it's not that great though. <laughs> I I've looked at some of the pictures and yeah. none of it screams. Is I want to see this it, movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's got Kelsey Grammer. That's nice. That's cool. Yeah. What's he been doing? You know, uh, yeah, you know, Kelsey Grammer. It's got Keegan Michael Key okay. uh, and Jordan Peele. So Key and Peele right, in it. Right. Um, but yeah, I, is I don't it know. a movie about Storks delivering babies? It is precisely that. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, um, you know. Have you seen the thing about it? And I've already yeah. egged the plot <laughs> just from the name. Yeah, um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, screw it. I'll edit it out. We'll watch it right now. Okay. <laughs> this is an animation recommendation for the day. I don't care. I'm not sure how to feel about it. Yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, you know, it's uh, it's Lego people. So that's the only saving yeah. grace from that commercial. <laughs> was that the fact I saw that it was made by the Lego people. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, it's cute. It is yeah, cute. It's, it's, it's there. It, yeah, it's exactly. There. The animation's not bad. Right. Kids will want to see it. Um, yeah. I just, I'm, I'm curious because they are a factory that delivers babies. <laughs> right. How would do they grow the babies? I, you Surely know it's not conceived in the normal way the babies are conceived. <laughs> Sure, they don't have that going on. So, you know Ask what? your parents, kids. Yeah, you know what? <coughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it, it, it'll be what it is. Um, I I don't feel like the janitor lady is going to be a character at all. Oh, okay. Like I don't like because there's nobody casted it. Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, every yeah, cast right. member they named was male. That's true. Yeah, so that's true. and I don't. Andy Samberg is going to be playing the janitor lady. <laughs> so I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like, know about that. It's possible, but you uh, know, yeah, uh, I guess that's true. Yeah. Uh, that's that is very strange though that yeah. they they introduce now they said they introduce a human element or yeah. something into their operations. And that's why there's a. I guess who's clean yeah. for the storks? I don't know. Do the storks pay the it, janitor? It, is there anything in that trailer that will be in the movie 
at all. Babies. My, my, Babies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, like minus like the main character Stork. And Kel- yeah, Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer, Stork. And the babies. And like the background and like will any of that like process yeah. be in there at all like i doubt it yeah. you might you might have to wait for a real trailer a real trailer, trailer yeah yeah because that was just a teaser obviously yeah so, i don't know uh you know animation animated movies typically have yeah you know pretty fun premises i would say it looks cute yeah, yeah. It looks cute. Cute. it's, it's kind of like minions like oh okay, yeah adorable. it's minions Me- meaning, with babies meaning it'll probably gross more than anything else on the planet yeah because that's, <laughs> because that's what minions did even though like, even Gosh. though even though i looked at that and said yeah that looks pretty okay probably be about a b plus no. gross more than anything yeah so, you know mm. it's like people like their cutesy things it's number three Already in, what? in crazy. Uh, most grossed animated movies. Are you yeah. kidding? Oh, animated movies. Yeah, yeah it cracked the top ten. Oh it's in the. It's number ten in most most grossed period. Movie. What's number one? Uh, number one animated is Frozen. It's, of course. Yeah, no, Fro- Frozen. Frozen killed it. So, and number two is. is I forget what it is. I thought my, I, I could be wrong. How you train your dragon? No, no. Mm. I think it's in the top five. It's probably okay. top five. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'll have to look that up. Fair enough. Look that up. But yeah, um, but I, I do know that Frozen King. is still number one. So, mm-hmm. actually, you know what? Minions might have put, took the number two spot. I know <laughs> that Frozen is number one. So. Crazy. Yeah, I'm gonna look that up right now. But no, for <laughs> no, first I'm gonna dish out some tune news. That's where I put in the music. Uh, yeah, some tune news. Uh, Sony sets release date for the Emoji Movie, the animated Spider-Man movie. And Peter Rabbit. Wait a second. There's an emoji movie. Yeah, I announced that a little a few a uh, few months ago. Oh my! Because um, Sony wants anything but doesn't want anything. Apparently, they're I don't desperate. Know. I don't know. Hell? It's 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 maddening because like they of course like you know cancel Popeye. Uh, Lauren Faust isn't on Medusa anymore and might not be even being made. Yeah. yeah. And now they're like, okay, put that emoji movie. Make sure that gets yeah, made. Yeah, make sure that gets... <laughs> How do you... Oh, my God. Because Legos worked. It just... I'm like... That's probably what they're, they're, they're hoping for the cutesy factor, but, like, yeah. I'm, I don't know how you make a movie about cell phone icons, smiley faces? You know what? I mean, I'm sure there's a way, but... Cre- create... Yeah, you that's know... That's reaching. Create... That's reaching. That, that is yeah. what that, that is. is. That, that, that is, is reaching really is. for property. <laughs> that's reaching for IP, my friend. Like, yeah. <laughs> An animated Spider-Man movie... All right, let's yes. go. Yes, uh, more to- of those. Totally down for that. Peter Rabbit. Yeah. Okay. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. All right, he's I cute. Peter Rabbit's good. Peter emoji Rabbit's classic. Um, yeah. You know. Okay. Um, so the Emoji <laughs> Movie sets debut on August eleventh, twenty seventeen. Okay. Uh, a new adaptation of Peter Rabbit will debut on March twenty third. That's cool. Twenty eighteen. Um, I'm okay with that. Peter yeah. Rabbit's. It's a. Well, uh, it's a nice uh, little nice little thing there. Um, the Spider-Man movie, um, I can't seem to find where the Spider-Man movie's coming out, uh, what date it is. So far in the future. Spider-Man movie, 20 with Jump Street, Lego Movie Filmmaker, that's right, the Lego Movie Filmmaker, there it is, uh, December 21st, 2018, the animated Spider-Man movie. So, again, Lego Movie guys, so, same people doing Storks, so they're, they're working. You guys (laughs) check them out, I guess. They're they're getting work. That Lego movie, really. Hey, that's good, and the Lego movie definitely was a a nice thing. It was a surprise hit. I don't think people really realized it was going to be as as gigantically huge as that was, Uh, so, yeah. I, I I think it's a good thing, so... 
If the emoji movie's good, then yeah, all right. Yeah, right. Yeah, if emoji's the, good, who knows? Then they're doing. They have uh, some formula for right. good movies. Yeah. Um, some good news again for DreamWorks. Uh, DreamWorks has been kind of out of the valley recently. They've mm. been. They were. They were really in the in the red for a while, and they've recently gotten back into the black with the help of Home and Kung Fu Panda Three coming out. There's mm. a lot of anticipation for that. Yeah, uh, I saw that. Because, you know, Kofi Panda 3, the first two were good. This one's got Bryan Cranston. That can only improve things. (laughs) Of course. And then Poe have, like, kids this time or something? Something. I don't know, maybe. I see smaller pandas. Yeah. I don't know if it's... Brothers or something. Yeah, maybe he finds out because he's supposed to be the last panda. So surely he finds, like, a a tribe of pandas or something. Something. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, was he, he finds his dad, his real dad, and that's Brian Cranston. So uh, <laughs> that's the only thing I know is from the teaser, and it was hilarious. So you know, because <laughs> like it was hilarious because he was like, oh, "I've been looking for my son. I've been looking for my dad," and like everybody in town's like looking at him like, "Oh," and they're like, "Well, I hope you find your son." <laughs> yeah, you too. And they just walk away like, "Son of a!" <laughs> it's great. Uh, but no, uh, good news is the Kung Fu Panda lawsuit plaintiff. There was a guy who set out a lawsuit against DreamWorks saying, like, you stole my idea of Kung Fu Pandas, which has been... Oh, just Kung Fu Pandas. Oh, really? I know, right? I don't know, but uh, apparently he's been charged with fraud. Oh, really? So, (laughs) yeah, uh, the plaintiff has been charged with fraud and basically... um, Basically trying to scam them out of of money. So, uh, that lawsuit will likely be dropped without any, like, purse coming yeah, out of well, him. Yeah, well, how do you... So, how, what's... What, like, I, did he make a comic strip about pandas that were kung fu? Or, yeah, well... Like, what's his evidence that says maybe that... Maybe he played well, Legend of Pandera. Uh, appara- like, <laughs> apparently the fraud comes from his misuse of civil lit- litigation. I'm not sure of the details. I didn't... I'm not going to go into the... Bore everybody with no, it, no, but... No, 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 I'm not talking about... I'm, I'm sure it's fraud. It's, yeah, it's whatever. I'm just talking about, like, where what grounds... Just by saying that I, you had an idea. Like I mean, usually you have to have something physical, like an actual comic strip. It's true. Or a short or but, something. Like, thing is, Warcraft could, like... Yeah. Know, they, they could they could well, send that. Well, to be fair, but, Kung Fu Panda came out before... Yeah, the but... Pan- Mr. Pandaria. Yeah, Mr. Pandaria, yeah. but it's like, that they were kind of in production at the same time. So it was just true, like... Yeah. It was just like, oh, this is a... Th- because it's a thing. Yeah. Like, Kung Fu Pandas have been a thing forever. Like, yeah. well before Kung Fu Panda was a thing. Yeah. Like, like there, there were animes with this sort of, like, visual, and it's just because pandas are cute. And Doesn't Tekken yeah. have a panda Yeah, you can Te- Tekken with? has a panda. Yeah, true. they have yes. a bear. And there's, yeah. a, there's a panda version of him. Uh, so, yeah, like, like, really, like, this guy just, uh, like, if convicted, the guy... Uh, uh, faces up to 20 years in federal prison. Holy cow. Fraud charges and perjury charges, fines of $250,000. So this guy just, alone. he just cooked this whole freaking lawsuit, apparently. Lesson, so, lesson here, kids, don't lie. Yeah, don't don't lie. So, yeah, this guy, yeah, so that's... One, like, $200,000, that would suck. Yeah. But then like, all right, at least I'm a free man. But 20 years. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Let's hope this is his first Ouch. federal offense. <laughs> oh, here <laughs> it is. Easy on him. Actually, here it is. Oh my gosh. Here, here, here's his fraud. Apparently, the registration uh, picture that he used, saying that was that was picked off, uh-huh. like, oh, this is what DreamWorks stole my thing with, was actually pulled from a 1996 coloring book of The Lion King. Oh. 
And really? here, here's a here's a comparison shot. That's the registration that he submitted in 2000. Yep. And that's the coloring that book is, yep. from oh, 1996. Boy. Literally. And it's an exact thing, except he changed Timon to some to, to, fox yeah, character. So, yeah. And they colored You kind of put Poe in it to a... Wow. Um, <laughs> wow. So, yeah. Um... I wonder what happened when they showed that picture. Like, like, you ever seen the Lion King coloring book, mister? <laughs> what do you mean by that? So, yeah. Um, apparently, he's screwed. And, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he could have put a little more effort into it. You know, I, I, I guess he figured no one's going to find this here Lion King book. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that DreamWorks... Dodges that whole lawsuit, I think. You always wonder, like, how did someone come across that, too? Like, who was just sitting through and just, like, right. you know what? I'm going to check all the coloring books and see if I can find an image of that. <laughs> well, or... interestingly enough, you can just upload a picture to Google and it'll find a match now. That oh, is that's true. true. They have a, the recognition software yeah, they and whatnot, do. so. You can literally go to, point. You can go to Google Images, upload any image you want, and it will find a match or something. It's like, if it's not an exact match, it'll find Close. some of the same colors yeah. as that. It's just like. You can't fake that stuff anymore. Yep. It's like anymore. you can't hide your identity anymore. It's like <laughs> anybody can be Batman with Google. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's just... So anyway, uh, moving on uh, to the next bit of news, which is amazing, by the way. Mm. I'm going to pull this up, uh, and actually, I might use that for last. Is there anything? No, I'm not going to use that for last because the last one is very relevant to here. You guys heard that one earlier. Um, mm. Paramount and Hasbro establish cross-property film universe. So they want to do a cross-property film universe, I guess, in a la carte of Marvel and Star Wars and, you know, what Disney's doing, basically, Uh and DC. Um, I'm not, you know, let's face it, the G.I. Joe movies, the Transformers movies, not the best things. They have not been. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of excited for this because... Of the things that they announced, and only because of the things that they announced that they're going to go. Not so much for the movies, but when movies get made, other things get made, properties get revived. Because if there's one thing about the Transformers movies that have been nice, is the two new Transformers cartoons came out of it. Yeah, that is true. And and they're actually really decent cartoons. Prime and Robots in Disguise are actually really decent, and people should definitely go check those out. Uh, Prime especially. Prime, like, gets really good. Uh, Robots in Disguise is quite good as well. Um, the brands they want to go and explore more of are G.I. Joe, so they want to do more of those, which, you know, they've already expressed, you know, like, they've already had success with those first two anyway, so they'll probably go with more of those. Micronauts. Oh, um, wow. Which is a long dead. Yeah. uh, What what is, who has interest in the Micronauts? Apparently Hasbro and Paramount. All right. (laughs) Before my time. uh, That's crazy. Mask, Mobile Armored Strike Command. No way. Mask Crusaders. They're going to bring that back? They want to do it. I'm putting in the theme right here. Uh, Yeah. I love it. It's a great great theme. It's one of the best ever. Oh, my gosh. ROM, R-O-M. Yeah. I I barely remember that one. No, I remember. They had, like, old school toys and stuff like that for it. And And they they had a comic series. Yeah, they had, like, weren't they, like, the little, like, ROM, like, motherboards? Yeah, like, that's right. Yeah, they were, like, like a a, a series of, like, robotic knights that protected the universe and whatnot. Yeah. And, And the last name property, which made my heart almost explode today... Visionaries. Oh, they really? want to do more with visionaries. Oh my cool. god! Hasbro wants to revive visionaries. 
I'm does, crying. Does Brian know? Uh, Brian, does not, Brian does not know because I just learned this before this oh, okay. podcast. So That's cool. Uh, yeah, so my brother and huh. I will be very happy about that. Yeah. Which means the Visionaries episode is coming up. So, like, in I gotta, celebration. I gotta get caught up now. You, you gotta, gotta, you gotta watch it. it. It's all on dailymotion.com. Go check it out. <laughs> don't don't stream things illegally, kids. <laughs> um, but no, like that's, that's I'm, I'm freaking out right now. Yeah, I can imagine so. Uh, you know, Brian Goldner, CEO and President Chairman of Hasbro, uh, said he wants to start exploring more of the things that they have because nothing gets made unless it's an actual IP, existing IP yeah. now. No original IPs get made anymore. Um, you know, it, it sucks, but it's the truth. Yeah. Uh, you have to have an existing IP, even if it's something that's not that well-known or <laughs> well-respected. Still, like, though, it's a nostalgia like, factor in a way, you know? It really is. It's, it's, it's just that fact that, like, like movie, like movie execs and movie goers in general are kind of like, like they're not going to go see that movie unless they're like, oh, I, I know what that is. That's yeah. a thing that I, I remember that from when I was a when kid. I, was a kid. I want to go see that now. You yeah. know, it's like even like you know, like like Max Landis even had a point about like, um, um, uh, he's a screenwriter by the way. Yeah, uh, so, but uh, he had a point about uh, and yeah, he did the Superman. We also uh, American Alien. Yeah, he's doing the American Alien. That's yep. his first comic book thing. That's uh, I hear it's pretty great. Uh, is it pretty good? I, will, yes, I enjoy the series. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. It's a, it's it's <clears throat> Clark Kent. Getting in trouble in Smallville when he's a teenager, and right? Whatnot, yeah, so. and then it's it, it's five separate or six, I think seven, se- se- seven separate super uh, Clark Kent stories. Yes. Really, he, he, that's how he plugs it. It's like it's not a Superman story; it's a Clark Kent story. Yep. Oh, and, I really want to read this. No, yeah. it's, it's a really good. I love, I love Clark Kent stories. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, Superman's cool, so. but. Yeah, it's, it, but there's there's Superman aspects to it. You know? Yeah, obviously. Yeah, he's punching things and yeah. laser eyes and all yeah. that stuff. So. Of course. And uh, it's all like seven of the top artists. Yeah, and, he, and that's he, another thing. He, Different he, artists for every issue too. He, he was even telling like his editor was like, "Wow, you picked all the top guys." And it's like, "Sorry, <laughs> you, you yeah. don't. You told me to pick. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you told me to pick." He's like, "Yeah, you picked all the top ones." Yeah, oh my God. Um, but yeah. Um, so, but he even made the point of like, like, like you, you can't make a movie anymore unless it's based on a property. Like, um, uh, what's the Straight Outta Compton? Like, because yeah. it's like, you know, that's, that's like, it's a biopic, sure, mm-hmm. but it's like, the reason that got made was because, oh, uh, Ice Cube, I know that. Yeah, uh, Dr. He, Dre, he, I Dr. Dre, I remember those guys. They, they were in a band, and now there's a movie about them, that guy kind of looks like Ice Cube, but that's his son? Yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> they, they'll, they'll just pull that sort of thing out of people. Dude, like, even though, like, for some reason it can't ever succeed... I would still go and watch a He-Man movie. If oh yeah, made today. Well, oh, really? it's, been, it's being made. Oh, it's, it's it, it, it is one? in production. They even, they even cast a what? guy who not as He-Man, but there's like this Mister Universe bodybuilder who's going to be in the movie. Awesome. He's Seriously, not, I don't know if he's going to be He-Man, but he's probably going to be. Yeah, like, another, he might be a Lockjaw or something. Yeah, let's say it's a, one of his villains or or, yeah. or allies because they're all. Buff yeah, dudes, he, you he, know? he literally has like the cartoon build of like a bodybuilder, and <laughs> he looks like He Man like on in three D. So, <laughs> oh, so that's, that's cool. Like, there's no word that he's going to be He Man because I'm sure he can't act worth a worth a lick. But, yeah, but, he, but then that, again, you know, that I don't is know if, a new. He, need that for He Man, I yeah, suppose. So a new He Man movie is getting made. I have, <laughs> I have no idea to what. You know, now can we get a Thundercats um, movie? That's that's I the would, question. That'd be interesting. I would love Even to see animated. That. I would still take it. Oh, if an anime. animated movie came out, I would lose my mind. But, <laughs> uh, well, I like the new animated cartoon that came out, but it got good. Yeah, that, I know. That's, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Those types of things, it doesn't seem like they can survive. Yeah. But I, it seems like whenever they come out, people love them. Yep. So, mm. 
And that's what I like, is like whenever a movie gets made, other properties tend to get made as well. Mm-hmm. That's how we got the Green Lantern series, yep. because that terrible Green Lantern movie got made. <laughs> and then we got a pretty decent TV series out yep. of it. So, oh, God, yes. You know, it's it it pretty decent, and yeah. I liked it. Good and recovery. It was, yeah, it was Bruce Tim and, you know, all that. I didn't much care for the animation as much as mm. 2D animation, but yeah. it was still well done, and the characters were very fleshed out. And I liked that, so... Yeah. Onward and upward with more properties because then other things get made. <laughs> Visionaries! They're doing a Visionaries thing. I'm so stoked. Oh, oh man. my God. I'm, I'm tearing up a little bit over it. Uh, nostalgia. Yeah. Um, anyway, I would like you guys to sit down and watch Visionaries with me. And, I, hey, I'd be glad you, to, man. You guys can be on the episode, me and Brian. <laughs> holy crap. That, that, that show is awesome. Um, anyway, the last bit of news is... Utterly relevant to what we're doing today. Oh. <laughs> um, I, I did not know about this, and this is very saddening to me. A little while ago, I was super stoked. Well, when I first started this podcast, I was super stoked because The Last Unicorn was on a tour. It was being, it was remastered, it was put on Blu-ray, and they were taking on a tour of, um, of the U.S. and in Europe, and uh, they did it in California. And we were on that list for early 2016, for like, and like... Like, February of 2016, they were going to come to Kentucky. So, no word about where that was, whether it was Louisville or somewhere else. I was hoping Baxter Theater. I was going to say, it'd either be Louisville or Lexington. One yeah, exactly. And, oh, yeah. um, sadly, uh, as the podcast progressed, I kept checking back and everything, and the tour got put on hold, uh, citing for uh, health reasons for Peter S. Beagle, who was the author and creator of the property. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently he was not doing well with the tour and, you know, and health reasons, etc. Apparently that was uh, not true. <laughs> uh, as the last unicorn author, Peter S. Beagle, sues his manager for elder abuse and fraud. Uh, apparently uh, his manager um, signed... Uh, he's, he's, he's going out... This was... This was Published back in November, he uh, he put out a lawsuit against Connor Cochran, uh, who basically frauded him into signing over uh, rights to a non-existent publishing company uh, mm. that was his own. You know, it's like oh. uh, so it just that just uh, an entire slew of uh, like this. Is, of course, is a lawsuit right now, so we sure, have no yeah. idea what's real. We have no idea. Yeah, but apparently, like. Um, uh, let's see. The lawsuit alleges that when Cochran discovered Beagle uh, was contemplating... Oh, yeah, okay. So, apparently, Beagle was contemplating a lawsuit against him. Uh, so, uh, the law, this lawsuit alleges that during that time, uh, when he learned of the lawsuit against him, he spitefully canceled the European tour of uh, The Last Unicorn, uh, really? costing Beagle significant uh, financial losses... And defamed Beagle by trying to convince his children, friends, and doctor that he was an alcoholic. Whoa! Oh my um, God. Yeah, I slander him too. Huh? Yeah. So apparently there was a bunch of slander. There was a bunch of like talking of, of uh, taking into account his mental faculties uh, that they weren't all there. Trying to convince his family that he. W- this is nuts. Like like this is like clear. Like if he's if he's if he's sightful enough to file a lawsuit. You know, over yeah, this, yeah. it's kind of obvious that this guy was like, like I don't know. I, again, I don't like to 
defame anybody until lawsuits sure, are done. No, no you no never know who's lying, who's not telling the truth. Yep. But according to this, uh, like that, like the whole oh, his health was declining. His you know mental health because I even read like mental health was like declining on the website where it was like tours canceled. Apparently that's all BS. Apparently this guy is just trying to get as much money out of Beagle as possible, and this is... That's terrible. Yeah. Um, we will see how this... Uh, let's see. In, two, in January 2008, Cochran convinced Beagle to found him um, with another company. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Jeez. See, because this is an interesting thing. Because um, he was not happy with the how the rights were going on with uh, uh, his rights with uh, Last Unicorn prior to the prior to the tour yeah. because the original owners of it I feel like uh, I feel like it's all Cochran still though reading this I'm not entirely certain but the previous owners wouldn't let him like you know um, wouldn't let him distribute wouldn't let him read re, you know like the properties of the of the things so he was like well it's you know I wrote it it's my property <laughs> so finally like when the when the rights were up it was redistributed to, to the new people and I'm assuming this is the new guy. But maybe he was also the old guy. I'm not sure, because it says in January 2008, Cocker convinced Beagle to found with him, found with him another company, Avinza, Avinza uh, to hold the intellectual property. To hold the intellectual property, uh, the Beagle authored. So, wow. Okay. So it seems to me that that original thing where it was like, oh, it's not letting me happen. This new company, which was founded by Cochran, is the one that allowed him to. Distribute things. Um, Terrible. Um, Yeah. yeah, So, according to Bainville, Vincent subsequently failed uh, to make required business filings, uh, including statements of information, did not operating agreement of paid taxes, was eventually suspended from doing business in California in 2013. Jesus. Okay, so yeah, this guy is just... I feel like he has about as much luck as uh, The Last Unicorn does in the movie. (laughs) Yeah, um... Yeah, apparently, apparently Cochran is a scumbag. Like, <laughs> it sounds like it. it, it from uh-huh. from from the evidence that's given about about this, this is not this is not good. Uh, so yeah, the rest of the tour was canceled. Um, let's hope that once this is all settled, maybe Beagle will get a significant uh, amount. Actually, responsibly handle his uh, yeah. affairs and whatnot, and, and then he and his family can continue the tour. Yeah, but, you know, it's like. That is that is insane. So, so what they were just gonna go to city to city and just show it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It 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 it, uh, it had already hit like California. It had partial to European tours, and you know they they just wow. went. Cock, or, uh, Beagle went and did signings and you know stuff like that. And I was super stoked for it. I was really hoping <coughs> it was coming here, and then uh, all this apparently happened. So hmm. let's hope it all. Whittles out, and, and uh, you know, maybe continues to maybe tour. continues to go because apparently, you know, at sixty at seventy six, he still has the mental faculties to file a lawsuit against the yeah. guy who's cheating him. Yep. So oh, yeah. he's he clearly not he's being cheated. So. Yeah, he's clearly not delusional. So uh, <laughs> he's doing pretty well for himself in that case. Yeah, but uh, that's the last bit of news, guys, uh, for this week, and that leads us into our topic. Over the last crumbling mountain
between that one uh um, hold your breath guys <laughs> uh we just watched the last unicorn indeed yes uh so this was a 19 for those that don't know it's a 1982 animated film by rankin bass rankin bass known for its uh animated mo- animated uh motion feet uh, motion pictures well, yeah such as the hobbit uh you know not mo- mainly no, but the hobbit the rudolph stop motion movies the yeah. Jack Frost, the Frost of the Snowman, Snowman yep. stuff like that. Um, they're, they're also very much more well known for Thundercats, uh, mm. Tiger mm. Sharks, uh, Silverhawks, mm. that whole run, um, and several other Scooby Doo clones. <laughs> I don't doubt that. Everything came out with <laughs> Scooby Doo clones at the time. Um, but no, uh, this was one of the one of their uh, feature length feature films. Mm. Um, it has since. Since it's airing way back in the day, and this is funny because I remember this movie from way back when I was a kid from a commercial that was recorded on a He-Man tape. Really? really? It was on an old He-Man tape. My dad recorded everything. So we would watch these old He-Man tapes and Thundercat tapes and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And on one of them was a commercial for this movie. Um, and I remember it coming on every now and then, and it would typically come on during Christmas, which is why I was yeah. like, hey... Associating it with Christmas. Yeah, that's why it's on our Christmas Eve episode today. So, um, I, you know, I, this movie is just kind of one of those that I've always liked from nostalgic reasons because I've watched it when I was a kid. Uh, I can see the flaws in it today. Like, there are definitely Uh flaws. But I still think this is a beautiful movie. Oh, yeah. You can respect something and still see its flaws. You know, I... I respect a lot of Silver Age comics and whatnot, but right. good yeah. lord, some of that stuff in there is just ridiculous. They get super cheesy. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. no, just the, um, the 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 movie is great because well, anything that's very whimsical and kind of have to take things at face value. Like I remember I was talking to you a little bit about the uh, the Red Bull and whatnot. Like right. where you come from? Like what's the and Red like, Bull? Yeah, yeah. There's no real backstory. It's, yeah, it's there. It's, it's like oh. Well, it's, I, I'm fine. It's fine I mean, by me. I'll accept yeah. it. I just didn't know, you know if I missed something. And there's a dragon in there, too. They don't really <laughs> talk about that. They don't talk about the dragon at all. It's all. There's a harpy. There's a fake Mexicor. <laughs> there's 
all sorts of stuff, and they're just narwhals. Like, they're just they're, they're there. Radical they're, movie guys. Yeah, there's a lot so, of cool things. So the Red Bull's there. And yeah, he, just, he does. You know, he drives uh, uh, unicorns into the yeah. ocean. It's like his hobby, I guess. Yeah, and, you know. Uh, just, uh, yeah. <laughs> and Hagrid's is like, yeah, keep doing that for me, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, to break down the movie for anybody. In fact, I would recommend people go see it before listening. Yes, to it. of course. Because uh, it, it's some crazy stuff in it's there. It's some it crazy stuff weird. in it. It's, it's got some interesting, weird scenes that, like, like you know how books are written. Like, they have, like, certain scenes. You know, like, The Hobbit is written and stuff like that. Like, here's a scene. Here's a scene where they're with trolls. Here's a scene where they're in a goblin town. Here's a scene yeah. where they're going down a river. Here's a, that's kind of how this book kind of plays out as well. Mm-hmm. It's very Tolkien in its way. Um, so the movie kind of picks out interesting little bits of that. Of the book, yeah. That probably don't belong in there. Like <laughs> the big lady tree. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was not really important. Not in, not certain why that was needed. Oh, it was um, important, guys. Yeah. It, it, it um, showed his magical prowess. It did, okay? but but uh, they just had the scene where he created Robin Hood, and yeah, as, that's as it true. was like they, he literally could have just escaped and had the whole same revelation about like I do have magical power and yes. without the lady tree. But you know what? It's still funny. It was funny, so, exactly. It was especially since Jay identified the tree as looking like a butt. In fact, yeah. it's boobies. It was the so, boobs. It was the boobies. It was old so. lady, old lady boobs too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Gotta love those old, old wise trees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, Jay, what did you think of this movie? I thought it was good. I feel like if you, uh, I thought it was the visual acquaintance of like soothing noise. Yeah, Actually, yeah. yeah, like like sort of like a like a a, a white, white noise, noise machine to yes. go to sleep to. Yeah, like if if I wanted to, like I could put that on mute. And it would like it would calm me and put me to sleep. Not 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 because I'd be bored or anything, but like yeah, yeah. it's just it, so it's very so soothing. Soothing. The, the visuals, images and, yeah, the visuals are very flowing. The colors yeah. are muted. Well, the, and, yeah, exactly. The, the, it's got well, there's there's many different scenes in it. There's there's some dark scenes, some very warm, bright scenes, mm-hmm. and I don't know, there's just a little bit of everything in it. But uh, yeah. some interesting characters throughout the uh, oh, yeah. throughout oh, yeah, the yeah. series as well. Yeah, um, you know the, the uh, Angela Lansbury's character was yes. always. Yes. I thought it was really cool. Ma- like Mrs. Potts. Yeah, yes. Ma- <laughs> yeah, like, uh, yeah, Mrs. Potts is, uh, is Mommy was, Fortuna. The was, witch. Was, yeah, the, yeah, the witch or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, I think probably the, my favorite uh, whimsical character was the uh, the the butterfly. The butterfly. The oh, yes. yes. Yeah, Robert guy... Robert Klein was the butterfly. Oh, was well. that him? Yeah, okay. Com- famous old comedian Robert Klein played the butterfly. Yep. So, who was basically just a rambling idiot. Yes. <laughs> um, but had moments where he would give a little clarity mm-hmm. and you know, he like he put on the put on the graduation hat or whatever and he started talking a little serious and whatnot, and then mm-hmm. he take it off and he's all goofy again. He's goofy whatnot, again, but yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, no, I, I, I thought that the characters, uh, were very well done, you know, for what it was, mm. for the time frame that it had, the characters were fleshed out yeah. enough, um, you know, uh, it, <laughs> I will say the unicorn was a little, it got a little weird when she changed to a human, mm-hmm. and yeah. strange things kind of happened yeah. a little bit after that, I'd like to read the book now, right. to see, like, what yeah. exactly was going on? You it, know, it was it was very interesting, and 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 I think yeah, it just let, let's let's break it down. I say go watch the movie, but like for anybody who just did or doesn't 
don't feel the need to. Okay, he's like, no, um, you tell me about the movie. <laughs> it, it opens up with two hunters going in the woods and basically having a conversation that there are no unicorns left, and this is the last unicorn forest because the leaves don't fall, the the animals don't age, they don't die. There's it's no winter, winter. There's no game here. Yeah, you know, it's like we will never find game in this because this is the last unicorn's forest. So they leave. They say they then they you know yell to the unicorn, "Good luck to you, for you are the last." You know, mm-hmm. so very two respectful you yeah. know people at the, at the very beginning, um, sort of wizardry looking kind of guy with. A strange beard that turns into skin. His skin, yeah. yeah. Um, so his wrinkles shift into his shift beard. into his beard. Yeah, uh, I love that look. Actually, it just it looks very <laughs> like I don't know. It's it's like kind of like Roman like pictograph to kind of look yeah, to it. It's, I see it's all that. curly. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. He looks like Gandalf. So a little bit. I wonder if that's what they were going. For. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, they they have drawn this exact studio has done Gandalf <laughs> yep. exactly. Um, but then the unicorn overhears this, and she starts to wonder if she really is the last, because what do men know? They don't yeah. know anything. But yeah. then the butterfly shows up and is basically rambling, and she starts asking it, is there, have you seen anyone else like me? And he, in his moments of clarity, tells her the red bull took them. And he gathered behind them closely and covered their footprints. And she's like, what's the red bull? I don't get it. So so he flies off, and even then she's just kind of like, is that real? Mm. Was that just a song that he knew? What? What was that? And then she decides, like, I have to go find them. Like, if I'm going, I have to know if I'm the last. So she leaves the forest, much to her furry friends, you know, saying farewell. They're all just kind of like looking at her like, really? Yeah. really going to leave? Yeah. you leave us to the hunters? So she leaves uh, to go find the unicorn and all the other unicorns. And she gets picked up by this evil witch played by Angela Lansbury. Yep. Um, and her wonderful performance. Yes, uh, oh, yes. and her uh, weird little sidekick, hunchback dude. Yeah, I, think, I thought and, it was her son. Yeah, her son. Yeah, I think okay. he called her mommy, but her name is Mommy Fortuna. So, ah, that's true. So I don't that, know. That maybe why I think it was his son. But he could be his son. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be your son. I don't Sorry. know. Uh, but also her her magician, which is the magician Schmendrick. Yes. Uh, who, like, of course, nobody can see that she's a unicorn. Normal people can't see yeah. the horn because yes. no one believes in it anymore, and it's kind of like that whole, you know, magic is dead, nobody believes in yeah, magic. Yeah, you don't yeah. believe it. Even though there are dragons it. around, but whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there are people who want to see those things, but can't likely see them. You I know? mean, so. the prince saw the dragon, he also saw the bull. Yeah. He also saw a bunch he was of other more yeah. in tune with the magical side of things. Yeah, and about. plus he had the dreams of them and everything. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was kind of like, but they're, they're like people that like want to see things like that but can't. Mm-hmm. Um, but, so what Mommy Fortina does, she can see the unicorn, as can Schmendrick, though he doesn't let on to the yeah, can. Yeah, he says, with his, with his sorcerer eyes. <laughs> wizard eyes. Wizard eyes. Yeah, wizard eyes. Crazy wizard eyes. <laughs> um, so, basically, she puts a fake horn on her so that other people can see it, and takes her for her fake carnival, where her carnival is full of, like, a toothless lion that says manicure, yeah. and a snake that's, like, the serpent of whatever yeah, that yeah, engulfs yeah. the world, and it's like... It's all garbage. It's nonsense. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Um, except for one. Except for one. Mm. The harpy, which is probably the scariest interpretation <laughs> yeah. of a harpy I've ever I seen. I know, right? Yeah. yeah. The harpy Seleno is creepy as hell. Because so. it's like, it's it, usually a harpy, is, in my mind, has always been a woman yeah. who has 
feathers and stuff like that. Yeah, like wings. Yeah. This one was like a vulture, like a vulture. with a beard. With three boobs. Yeah, with like sagging. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was just really like, weird. Uh, it was, yeah. Uh, they didn't look like, again, like, you know, PG and all that. They don't look like erotic. They look like an animal. They look like udders. They look like udders. They look like animal udders. That was accurate. Yeah, they look like teats, and there's three of them. So yeah. it's like, oh, uh, so it's not like boobs. It's but you just, could not, I'm just, I'm saying, there's no way that would fly in a PG or PG-13. What is this, PG-13? This was PG. PG? This was PG no at the time. No way this would fly in a PG movie today. Today. Oh, today, no. Probably. Those, those yeah. teats would be... Yeah. Cut, they'd be cut way back. Yeah. She'd be wearing a bra, all yeah. right? Something. She'd be wearing a bikini or something like that. <laughs> Uh, little pasties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're, we're pushing the PG era now. Right? We're pushing the PG era. But anyway, uh, so Schmendrick, uh, knowing that she's a real unicorn, uh, lets her free. Um, and I, again, we'll get back to the characters and everything as it goes along. I'm just moving along the plot. Yeah. Because uh, I love Mommy Fortuna. I absolutely mm-hmm. love that character. She's she's lovably nuts. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So lets her out, and then... Uh, the unicorn sets free all the other animals, including the harpy. Mm-hmm. The harpy then breaks free and tries to kill everybody. Yeah. Ends up killing Mommy Fortuna and uh, the hunchback. The other guy, yeah, and they, yeah. all, they all get and they both get away because they don't run. Yeah, do not run from anything immortal. Yeah, it tracks, tracks, attention. tracks their attention. Yeah, that's um, very interesting. They go into these outlaw woods. Schmender gets picked up by these outlaws who are like these Robin Hood wannabes, but it's like kind of really sad and pathetic. And they have tacos? They they have tacos. I think they have tacos. (laughs) He he said taco. He said have a taco. I'm positive. If he didn't say taco, he said paco. He said have a taco. And that is referring to cannibalism, and that's wrong. It's quite possible he's talking about, like, octopus in the Japanese language, maybe. Is that a taco? That's stretching. I don't know. That's stretching. stretching That's stretching. But I don't think they had tacos. That's reaching. Yeah, it's reaching. I I don't feel like they had tacos (laughs) in the medieval times. No. But I could be wrong. Yeah, I just, maybe there were some things called tacos back. Maybe then. Uh, he invented tacos, and uh, and then you know they just uh, he probably just said something that we don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would actually like to figure I'm out. Pretty what sure you yeah. said tuckles. Yeah, a tuck like have a tuckle, have a I don't know like I because all they were to eat was rat soup. They said it. Yeah, specifically. exactly. Like again, the third day in but, a row. But in this in this crew. They also meet the maiden of the crew, which is Molly Grew, which is probably one of my favorite characters. In, yeah, in, in, this, in yep. it's my favorite character in the whole show. But just I I don't know what it is about her. I'll get into her later. But uh, they meet up with her, and to escape the outlaws, he like makes the Robin Hood appear. Yeah, uh, but kind of with the help of the unicorn. See, he's like awakening the magic within that's inside of him, but. The unicorn's kind of helping him with it. Mm-hmm. Like, he can only do it because he's with the unicorn, sort of. Um, so then, like, they all run after the Robin Hood. Like, oh, let me be with you, because this life sucks. You know? <laughs> so, so they all run off with Robin Hood. And But uh, Captain Cully, who doesn't believe in Robin Hood and his other guy, they're like, ah, stupid magician. So they tie him to a tree uh, to maybe sell him later on or whatever. And while he's tied to the tree, his magic turns the tree to life. He try, I'm guessing he tried to use his magic to set himself free. Right. Which, and then, he, which his magic spells are the most easiest thing in the world. Magic <laughs> do as you will. Well, magic, magic do as you will. will. That's a bad thing to say to yeah. magic. Yeah. Magic's usually mischievous. But and, he, he does kind of explain it later on <coughs> in, into why he says that and why that's a thing. But uh, So the tree turns alive and it's like this really like buxom old lady that, that boisterous to, like oh that, that wants, a little man that wants to marry him and he's like oh god I'm, I'm engaged to a 
of oh a, fur, a dog fern or something. Uh, something like I can't remember what it was. Yeah, Douglas fur. Douglas fur. Douglas fur. I'm engaged to a Douglas fur. Which is a great <laughs> line. Uh, the unicorn comes by and like taps it with her horn, turns it back into a tree, and they're off. And then he's just kind of excited, like I'm a magician. Look, did you see oh. that? I I made life. I, I created I things. It. And the unicorn's just kind of like, yeah, good for you. <laughs> it's like, yeah, good, good job, good job. There you go. <laughs> Molly Grew shows back up and uh, has one of my favorite scenes. She kind of curses out the unicorn for because she can see it. it yeah, one of the only yeah. people who can see the unicorn, the horn, and everything. And she kind of curses it for coming to her while she's old, yeah, and not a young girl, which young she always maiden. wanted. And, mm. and it's just like a really emotional scene. And it's like kind of it kind of delivers her character very quickly, oh, you yeah. know. And I I love it. <coughs> Uh, then she forgives it and decides, like, oh, I'll just travel with you guys. And they're like, why? <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> so, so, so they're going to... going on here. Yeah, and so they're basically going to find King Haggard, who owns the Red Bull. That's apparently what everybody says. <laughs> um, so basically they get to King Haggard's castle, which is this drab, terrible, pathetic tower of a castle. They see King Haggard, played by Christopher Lee, who's this emo SOB... Yeah. Who basically just like I, I don't like stuff, but I like <laughs> yeah. seeing new stuff. Everything, everything um, tries to make me happy. Uh, it doesn't work. I apologize. Before they get to that, the Red Bull shows up from the castle. Uh, yes, and yes. Schmendrick ends up magic do as you will, changing the form of the unicorn so that the Red Bull won't won't chase her into a human girl, which is the worst possible thing you could possibly change her into uh, of a mortal body of a human. So, it... it well, I guess into a mortal body would yes. be the worst. But, yeah. like, yeah. I mean, if he changed her into, like, a dog, would it be? Would she be happier? I don't know, maybe. Yeah, exactly. It's like, maybe. at least she would well, walk up well, upright and... I, I kind of feel like... Well, yeah, but, like, I kind of feel like, like, with human... Like, because unicorns aren't, you know, they're they're closer... The way they portray them, they're closer to animals than humans, and True. they they kind of have a because the way they think, the way they're whimsical, and like well, they but, don't uh, think like people. Well, and you're you're right also because uh, uh, in, in the movie Spindrick talks about uh, at one point in time she starts to cry. And yeah, she says you know don't do that. That's something humans do. Yeah, if you're you do that, you, if you're human enough to cry, then you'll never become a yeah. unicorn again. And so it, 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 that's very true. It's like. Uh, Unicorns, almost these stoic beings, almost, yeah. almost a uh, Vulcan in a sense, yeah, yes. void of, of basically of human emotion and whatnot. And but. I feel like if she became like an animal form, it wouldn't be as shocking because cognizance wouldn't be there. The yeah. human cognizance of like what she is. I feel like that's where it came down because like she's feeling herself be mortal. Mm-hmm. She states one of the creepiest lines in anything ever. I can feel this body dying. <laughs> yeah. Which is just terrifying. It's um, one of the many creepy mm-hmm. moments in this movie actually. There, there's a couple of them actually. Um, so yeah. they uh, they they basically take her to King Haggard and they're like, well, in this form, regardless of how she's feeling, she can't be tracked by the bull. So we can find the unicorns and I can change her back. So, and even in then he's like, you know, it's like magic is, I'm a vessel. I just, I just project the magic, but the magic chose the form. So, you know, he's also just kind of an idiot. Yeah. But, um, so they find King Haggard and his son, Prince Lear, played by Jeff Bridges, the dude. The dude. The dude is in this. Um, but, uh, and then the movie kind of grinds to a halt for me. I, this is the part where, like, they kind of mull about the castle, kind of not really looking for the unicorns, but 
looking for the unicorns, I should say. Um, I don't know. They, I don't know. They, they don't do a whole lot, and but finally it gets back to it, and they find this skeleton who knows where the red, red bull is, mm-hmm. and they trick him by giving him wine, which is an empty bottle. Yeah. He's a skeleton. How does he know? So, which is brilliant. <laughs> yeah. um, and that, so, was, that was good writing. That was great because he. he tr- <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was hilarious. He's like, wine? Give wine. me wine. Give, give me a little bit of wine. Come Just on. Some wine. And they gave him an empty bottle. and he can't... <coughs> He's like, best wine in the world. He can't see it, can't taste it. He has no idea. He yeah. can't smell it. He's a, yep. he's a dead man, but he, he remembers. Yeah. So like, that's that's good wine. He even gets red cheeks. Yeah, I know. He gets a little drunk. He gets rosy red cheeks. Oh, yeah. And there's a cat that talks like a pirate in this. Yes. And he's oh, great. I, was, I was waiting for you to and, that. And there's man. no explanation of him. Not whatsoever. Whatsoever. He's, okay, so he's he obviously peg leg. So he lost yeah. lost a leg, and you're led to believe that he lost an eye too. Until the very last scene you see him, and he switches the eye. He patch, switches the eye patch. Pulls all, because uh, no cat has ever given anyone a straight <laughs> answer. <laughs> Which per- further shows cats are jerks. They are. Yes. Cats are absolute jerks. I will say, I the the um, the king's first wizard. I thought he was going to reappear later. Yeah, right. I kind of yeah. expected him. Yeah. I actually expected him to be the Red Bull. Really? Yeah. 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 See, I feel like he gave Haggard the Red Bull. Yeah. Like, like he casted it or whatever, because it just feels like uh, he's a master magician. I'm sure he could conjure the Red Bull in some way. Oh, yeah. But uh, I absolutely love uh, uh, what is his name? Uh, Paul Fries. He played Mabrook. Uh, he also played. Uh, uh, who else does he play? Oh, he played the tree and the cat. So he was, oh, wow. he was all three of them. But but uh, uh, Paul Frees is from my childhood. Like oh. he's like he did so much like filmation stuff. Uh, he was in he was in the original Justice. He was always a villain in the original Justice League cartoon, not oh. Super Friends, the filmation Justice League cartoon, which is way less known oh, than Super Friends. Yeah, okay. Uh, he played Evil Star in an episode of Green Lantern, uh, which. Is that a character in Green Lantern? I think it is. There's so Age. many Green Lantern villains. You got, I mean, yeah, Silver Age stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. That, so. uh, but he was also probably most famously known. He was Ben Grimm in the original Fantastic uh, Four cartoon. Uh, he was he was all blue eyed Grimm. That's, that's cool. That's huh. who he played. But that's cool. yeah, Paul Frees. Like I absolutely love his voice, and it's a shame that he's passed on because. I would love to hear more of it, but he just has that old wizardy mm-hmm. sort of voice to him, and I love it. It's just really cool. Uh, but he's only in it very briefly, and then he's the cat, which yeah. is awesome. He's the pirate cat. And uh, um, I want to know more about this cat. Though. I know. Yeah, you don't know anything. So interesting. He's, he's, he's like the most interesting character. You know nothing about him. He's got to read the books now. Yeah. 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 All right. There might be more about him. There might not. He might just no, be like a dark cat. Be, like, there is no cat actually in the book. They made that up in the movie. Like, no. Right. You know what's interesting? I want to, I want to know who, because Lord Haggard says that his court is of four people. So it's, mm, yeah. it's him. Like, but is he, Does he include himself in that? His, his court is of four people strong, so I feel I would, like that's I would say Prince Lear. You can still count yourself into your own court. So. Right, yeah. So I feel like it's him, Prince Lear, Prince Lear the wizard. M- Mabru- M- Mabrook. Mabrook? Mabrook. Mabrook. Mabrook, yeah. Mabrook the wizard. And I'm guessing the skeleton? Nope, the cat. Or is it the cat? It's like, the that's cat. what I'm thinking. Like, is it the skeleton <laughs> or the cat? Yeah. Who is in the court? I don't know. I, I would say it's yeah. the cat. Probably I, guess cat. I, feel like the, I feel like the skeleton is just more of kind of like. He's just hanging around, or right? Whatever, yeah, and literally. I, if I remember, yeah, literally hanging on the mantle. Yeah. Um, I feel, and I feel like I saw a couple other skeletons in that room right. when that scene was going on. Mm-hmm. But the cat is, 
Yeah. He obviously can talk, so <laughs> he can converse with everyone else. True. Yeah. But he wasn't loyal to Haggard in any way. Cause he, no. Because he true. gave the he, he gave the, the riddle. He gave out the whole thing about the Red Bull. But to, the uh, skeleton was loyal to Haggard. Yes. And he warned them when they were about to go through the clocks. So, well, and that's when he noticed that it was it was a unicorn yes. and not the, uh, the, the lady yeah. or whatever. As we continue, they, they figure out that the... The, the bull's layers through this clock um, after the lady uh, Almathea, which yes. is fake name for the unicorn, yep, basically. Yes, the unicorn. She basically falls in love with Prince Lear after mm. forgetting who she is. Yeah. So she kind of goes a little crazy. Mm. And the, she starts to forget herself. Her horn mark goes away. You can not you can start to see yourself in her eyes. Her eyes become empty, yep. as it said. Uh, what I like about this is that the whole time... The king knows she's the unicorn, but he's like, he's like playing the game. Yeah. He's like, let me he's, see you. Go ahead, like, show me. He show is me. like, he's just like, he's just like playing the game. It's like, it's like this is something that entertains him. Yeah, like he's just like he could just like straight up like you're the unicorn. He knows it, mm. but he's like, mm, yeah, he's, he's you're like, going to reveal yourself to me somehow. So. Yeah, it's and, just, it's it's all about the chase, I guess, for him. Yeah, you know? and then Prince Lear, who's an idiot who doesn't know anything. Uh, yeah, the poor guy, man. Like this he does. time when he believes that it's a woman. Yeah, he's out there trying to prove his love and all this stuff. Yeah, and he goes and kills the dragon for her, which you know she just like doesn't. Tur- I just love the look on her. She like turns, looks at him, and turns back and turns facing back. the sea. Just and like, like I didn't ask you to kill a dragon, yeah. douche. <laughs> yeah, like, all right, I didn't ask you to kill anything. <laughs> yeah, to me. a mythological creature that's huh. hardly anything left. I mean. Gosh. I I really like how they portrayed her as like kind of cold. Yeah, when she was still when she was still cognizant of her being a unicorn. She was very cold yeah. in her human form. She, like she didn't want to be human though. She, she didn't, wanted to be like being a unicorn. She didn't want to be touched. Like the only one that was could touch her was was Molly. Yep. That was it. Yeah. She didn't want to be touched by anyone. <laughs> you know, and just like even like you know like uh, when the magician when Ma Brooke was like looking was staring her down and like you know. Like uh, the prince, like steps in front of her, like to protect her, and she just kind of like nudges him aside. Yeah, like, my way. I got this. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like I'm a magic being. Yeah, dude. I'm a mythological it's, creature. Or... It's like I got this, and she like right. sparks him away, and even I, I like how Mabrook even knows. It's like yeah, you just invited your death into this place. <laughs> yeah. See you later, chump. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is pretty great. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because even you know, like because even like. Even Haggard kind of believed it. He was like, well, maybe they do bring my doom, but screw it. I don't know them. And, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know what? This would be fun. I'm bored. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. It seems like that's exactly what Haggard is. Like his, yeah. biggest, his downfall is his curiosity in yeah. a sense. He wants to see what's going on. And I guess, I mean, look at look where he lives, guys. I mean, yeah. of course, he yeah. lives right with his son. He's bored out of his mind. He... His counsel involves a talking cat, yeah. all right? So, <laughs> yeah. what do you expect? Stolen son, at that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you missed that part? I, I may have, You might have missed that part. Yeah, no, he uh, he uh, took him from a townsperson, from no, a step was, from a townsperson. No, he was left on the step. Well, he said from one of theirs. He said <coughs> oh, he was one okay. of theirs. He's like, he was left on a step. I took it because huh. I wanted a kid. I wasn't what? I wasn't happy without one, so I thought I'd try it with one. Like, hey, there's a kid over there. Basically, I mean, he's a piece of garbage. Like, he's <laughs> yeah, just like, he yeah, he, just, he stole a child because what? he was like, I don't have a child. You're a horrible king, Maybe. you know that. <laughs> and he's like, and it made me happy for a time, but no. then I was not happy anymore. Whenever he didn't have any subjects. It's like, yeah, yeah. What a piece of garbage that guy is. But um, so eventually, they they escape through the bulls. Um, this Eric layer. Is, is his lair, but then. To save the lady um, Almathea, Schmendrick is able to turn her back into the unicorn again. 
but this time, uh, you know, she's being herded into the sea with all the other unicorns, which is where they learned that they were all herded to. Mm-hmm. Um, Prince Lear steps in the way because, you know, he's going to protect the unicorn, gets gored, dies. Yeah, like, like just like, just like, like all, you see, all you see him is he's literally stepping in front of the bull. The next scene, and I think he goes back to Molly and Schmendrick, and they're like, ah! Oh, 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 is Prince Lear just sprawled out. Just sprawled out. Like, and he he kind of tries to get up. And yeah, just, uh, uh, gives his death rattle. <laughs> um, but from there, um, an interesting part, uh, the unicorn starts to fight back. Yeah, her from horn starts to glow. Her horn glows. and for the has first, the power! And for the first time, the bull receives resistance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's never received that from a unicorn before, and this is brilliant the way this... This is how I always interpreted it, but I feel like this is like the definitive way. A unicorn has never felt regret. It has never felt love. It isn't... But she has. Yeah. In becoming human and losing herself in humanity and even forgetting that she was a unicorn, she felt things that she now could fight for. It, it was... It's kind of interesting because, like... That makes sense. They're all... Whoa. It's like... Cause it, That's deep. I'm man. saying, because, like... <laughs> Immortals, like they're you know, like they, immortal, they, have, you know, they have no time. They for have no any stuff. They have no regrets. Self-preservation they, takes place over saving people and they, stuff like that. They even say, like in you know, like when she's walking, it's like you know, I don't, I don't feel regret. Unicorns don't feel regret. That's they, to. they can feel sorrow, yeah, but yeah. they don't feel regret. Like yeah. that's not the same thing. Uh, they can be sad for something, but they don't regret anything that they do. But in this case. You know, Almathea, the unicorn, she actually feels regret, she feels love, something that they've never experienced before. So in that moment, she has a blister of bravery and courage and fights back on the bull, which then sends the other unicorns not to fear it anymore, yeah. because it starts to back into the sea. So then they come roaring out of there after after a massive righteous wave, <laughs> like... <laughs> They come out of the sea and you like know a the, pack the whole, of rats too. They yeah, they just yeah. scale that cliff like just nothing. Scurry up like a bunch of <laughs> yeah, like a bunch of rats. It's it is. Yeah. Like at a distance, when they had yeah. that wide shot of the castle crumbling into the sea and all that stuff, the, the right. horses like were wrapping around the cliffside. Like Who's right. like rats. It's kind of like, kinda like uh, World War Z, but with horses. Yeah, 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 well, yeah exactly. Yeah, beautiful white unicorns. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Red Bull gets pulled in the sea. Uh, the castle starts to crumble from all the the hooves, you know, the, the stampeding yeah. unicorns. Castle crumbles, and then Haggard falls into the sea and Does dies. Does a sweet swan dive? Does a sweet <laughs> swan dive? Just like woo, <laughs> falls into the one thing that died he loves. happy. Died happy. F- fell into the one thing that he loves, which is the sea. Yep. Probably impaled on a unicorn horn. No, yeah. probably at least a couple. Yeah. <laughs> um, unicorn stays. The, the the last stays. Uh, stays behind, which is, you know, all the others rush Yeah, out. they're like, thanks, sucker! <laughs> I'm out of here. Peace, I'm Back sick of being horse. <laughs> I'm all wrinkly from being in the water. <laughs> my mane is a mess. Anyway. Uh, but the last unicorn stays with her friends and then, uh, you know, touches the Prince and brings him back to life. Yeah, her horn has healing powers. I guess. Unicorn baby, don't yeah. care. What's that? You got gourd? Don't matter. You know, magic. Mm, sensu bean. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> sensu bean. Yes. Sensu bean. Sensu bean. So boom, brings back Prince Lear 
And, uh, you know, they're all sad because the unicorn's like, you know, it's like, I'm... But, you know, she kind of says, I remember you. I remember what we were. Mm. I remember being human. I remember loving. I remember regretting. Which is something no other one's ever done before. And uh, then Prince Lear goes off. Molly goes off with the with Schmendrick. And then they meet up with the unicorn again on one final little night. And mm. she kind of talks about, like, what she's learned through all of it and how... Oh, you must be happy. You're a magician now, and he's like, "Yeah, we don't really know when we're happy." You know, it's like who knows? Um, but yeah, it just and then the unicorn goes off and is like, "I'm nervous about going back because I know things that they don't. Yeah. Like, they don't know any of those things, the emotions that I felt." And so they all learn a little bit of something. So mm-hmm. and yeah, then they're yeah, off. Yeah. She goes back to her forest, and the song blares up, and America is awesome. And <laughs> yeah, America. It's a great band to have. If you're yeah. a band for this, yeah. America was definitely the, yeah. the band to pick for this uh, score um, for this movie. Yeah, America, America did all the music. Um, I remember that from the commercial from that I watched, yeah. which was uh, it was like from music by America. Yeah, I would, I, would, I would imagine on the commercials they would be uh, talking a lot about yeah. that. But like the stars in this are pretty are pretty interesting. Mia, Far- like they're all of their time, obviously. But Mia Farrow, former wife of Frank, Frank Sinatra. Uh, Alan Arkin, uh, who's done, who's acted in many things. He's acted in a lot of stuff now. He's in Argo. Like, oh yeah, he's he was. The, he's the mm-hmm. he's the producer in Argo and uh-huh. all that. So uh, Jeff Bridges, everybody knows Jeff Bridges. Uh, Robert Klein, comedian. Angela Lansbury, Christopher Lee. We've named all of them. But mm-hmm. uh, uh, best performance, I think, goes to Tammy Grimes, who played Molly Grew. Mm. Um, just I can agree with that. Like I just I feel like everything she emoted was just like beautiful. Yeah. Like, Mia Farrow I thought did fantastically, especially when she was turned human and she yeah. had to be she had to be confused and you know terrified at the fact that she was human. Yeah, and, you like know. you said, I, I still, feel like she was she was the um uh she was emoting just so much. Right. And when she first runs into the the unicorn, right, and talking about how it's like. You know, she, yeah. she says curse you to the, to yeah. the thing, to the unicorn sometimes. Yeah. It's like, like, how dare oh. you come to me now? Yeah. How like, dare you? Oh, it was it full was, of emotion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, that, was, it was well done. That scene is just wonderful. And it really does just kind of, because like, we first see Molly and she's this like, she's this haggard old, you know, like, yeah, like you know, like, like, kind of like a dating this. She's tired of her husband. She's, she's tired she's of her husband. She's ready to be done. She's done with this. She's tired of her, of her, of her boyfriend. She hates cooking rat stew for these losers. <laughs> you know, she doesn't want to feed another mouth. She even, like, says, like, slit his wizard. Like, I don't want to deal with this guy. Like, kill him. Like, really? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like, wow. She, that's... You know, it's like, that's just Molly's way. You know? Like, <laughs> she's just, like, this old she bitter... She kill everyone. She's just, like, this old bitter kind of thing, but then she sees the unicorn later on, and it's just, like, like everything that she was when she was young just floods back, mm-hmm. and she's angry about it. Just, like, how... Dare you come to me now that I'm a mm. miserable old, you know, probably in her 30s. She's not even that old, but you know, it's just like. It's old in the middle ages. Yeah, I mean, actually, yeah, you're right, because people <laughs> don't live past 40. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's just, and it just speaks everything to her character that she was once this young, bright, hopeful thing that was withered down by the world. And in the moment she sees the unicorn, she becomes that again. Like, she becomes more like. She she becomes like like more what you would imagine her young self to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She becomes more maiden like. She becomes more compassionate. You know, like she's she still like has that anger in her. She still has that spark of fire, but she's much more compassionate towards other people after that. Like it just 
it was a lot brighter side to her. Yeah, and it just it flooded out the moment she saw the unicorn, and mm-hmm. it just I don't know it 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 speaks so much to her character throughout the whole thing, and I don't know. I Molly Gru is one of my favorite characters, like in animation. Like I think she's <laughs> awesome. Uh, there's just, I don't know what it is about her. I, I think she's just like a really good character. Um, and Tammy Grimes just plays her perfectly. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, that, that's probably my favorite scene is when she first sees the unicorn, either that or when she's, uh, when, uh, the unicorn gets turned into a human because that was, woof, that was, that was rough, you know, yeah. like she starts to freak out and say this body's dying and mm-hmm. just great lines in this, in this movie. Mm-hmm. All like, while being completely naked as yeah, well. Yeah, so. completely naked, yeah. Nothing shown. Nothing shown. No, no, no. Yeah, it's all yeah. totally PG, PG-13, whatever you want to call it. But. Any moments that stick out for you guys from this one? Anything that you really <laughs> enjoyed? Um, well, I, I've i been over here, uh, and I've totally been listening, but I've been trying to find out about <laughs> this, this taco thing. And it's been bothering me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I really have to get to the bottom of this. Apparently... He says taco. He says taco. It's even in the book. Okay. Yeah. He says taco. Now, maybe right. taco, and I, I kind of want to look up the definition of taco and see if there's any like alternate <laughs> definition well, of what a taco is, but... To be fair, uh, in, in little parts, he would like throw in little modernizations. That's true. Like the way, the way, the way Schmendrick talked, like he would kind of like throw in a little bit of modern... Mo- more speak, modern, I More guess, modern yeah. speak and everything. But yeah. I just, I, I, I'm sorry, I had to look this up and it's... He, he totally says taco. Have was, a taco. Yeah, it's in the it's in the book too. It's, it's what's bothering. There you me. go. Oh man! If but, in case um, you were wondering, as far as parts that stand out, parts that were iconic, the, tar- um, the taco part. No, 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 no. no. I, that's up. why I've just been looking up over Let's here. Taco about one. the taco. Although yeah. now that we're talking about tacos, I could really use a taco. I will probably go get some tacos. Uh, <laughs> but um, no, the part I, I would say the part that really does stand out for me is um, uh, it's probably. The, uh, I don't want to say a final battle, but the Hagrid and Schmendrick uh, fight. Oh, yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Because that mm-hmm. Schmendrick has kind of been led to believe, or we've been led to believe, that Schmendrick is kind of a coward in a way. Right, yeah, And yeah. very, not quick to fight. He mm-hmm. uses magic to just joke around and play and whatnot. Right. And, um, and you know, in this time he takes on the Mad King, yeah. I guess you could say. It was very, very cool. Plus... I really hate Hagrid in this scene because he gets rid of that awesome looking clock. Right, yeah. He destroys yeah. that awesome looking clock. That clock is super metal. Oh, man, it is awesome. I want, I want that grandfather <laughs> clock now. So, well, the demons, like, demons, one's biting like, on, biting top, on of top of it. Biting on top of it. Oh, I man. want the broken glass, like yeah. the broken face, yeah. like all uh, of it. Ah, so, so wicked. Cool. Actually, you could do is uh, set it up as a doorway into your room. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Like, yeah. yeah that'd be all right. There you go. Nice. You have, like, the little grandfather clock. Mm-hmm. Tail in the front of it, yeah. I'll be all right. Right through it. I'll be all right. Ah. Yeah, through time. Yeah. I, I also like that line. A lot of good lines in this in this in this book yeah. and movie yeah. was. Uh, it's like a clock isn't time. It's it's a it's a it's a face and numbers and yeah. years. Time is real. Like mm-hmm. oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like it's like I, what is the right time? When the whenever? Yeah, whenever. <laughs> like, whenever. Like, um, <laughs> and also another one that um, I think of right now is Schmendrick. And he's talking about how he's juggling teacups. Yeah, yeah. Juggling uh, teacups yeah. for Hagrid with 
tea with tea in them. It's like teacups with tea in them. Yeah, he's trying to keep haggard. That's pretty. I feel like that's a pretty modern joke, or at least like a joke you'd hear in like Adventure Time. Oh yeah, you would. You would hear that. Yeah, like Jake would say that. Yeah, exactly. There was tea in them. It was hot. Yeah, Schmendrick. Like the the funny parts that he had, I thought were actually engaged with Douglas Fir. And I think it's just like like the the lines that he would deliver were pretty good. At, at parts he seemed wooden. Yeah, uh, like very Alan Arkin seemed wooden, kind but of rigid. But when you know, it's it's harder to speak into a microphone and emote of course. Course. from from most people. But uh, for the majority of it, I think he had a good performance. And, mm-hmm. uh, he had probably the majority of the best lines because he was also like. Uh, my dear, you deserve the you deserve the services of a great magician, but I'm afraid you'll have to do it with a second rate pickpocket. <laughs> he pulls out the keys. That's and, one of my favorites. <laughs> it was good. I loved it. Uh, yeah, I like I love the scene with uh, with um, uh, Solero the harpy, mm-hmm. just because like there there's this real like tension. Yeah. Whenever it shows him, he's whenever it shows her, she's just always almost gonna break out. Like, there's yep. no point where you're like, that cage is not going to hold her. Yeah. Like, it's like, she's just like, she's gripping the, the, the branch the that branch, she's on. Tired, it's, like, it's like cracking, and like, she's just like, oh, I'm getting out. I'm getting <laughs> out. I'm getting out, you old witch. Like, yeah. like I'm going to eat you. I'm going to eat you for breakfast. It's so messed up. She's like, yeah, another thing's going to kill me, so what? Yeah. Even when it happens, she's like, ha ha, yes! Yeah. It's like, she, run! Her, dude, you're, you're a witch, use your yeah. magic, her whole something. <laughs> yeah, that was another good one, because like, her whole pride was the fact that she captured something. She caged real. the beast, All yeah. the witches would laugh at her because she, like, had, like, you know, fake fake animals, yeah. and and then she finally caught one. I was like, no witch has ever done that. Yeah. I did, and she'll remember that and <laughs> always. Like even if I'm dead and torn and gone, yeah. she'll remember that I captured her. That's mm. my immortality. Like that's <laughs> awesome. Like I that's know. that's cool motivation. I know. For that's, that's a like, that's a heck of a monologue. Oh, right there. Cool motive. Still yeah. murder. Oh yeah, yeah. Still yeah. Oh yeah. Still absolutely. Still totally within the realm of murder. Yeah. <laughs> just, just got yeah. Like she lost. Like she totally got eaten. But she oh, was yeah. like, I held you. She won to herself. She did. And that's what really matters. Because yes. they both needed help to escape. Exactly. So I, so they, I held them by my own hand, and they had help. Even though they got away, I was you know. Yeah. I was, still, I was better. I was better than all of you. I'm dying. You know, like, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Solero the harpy really cared, and she was plucking out her intestines. Yeah. <laughs> oh, undoubtedly. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, just a lot of good lines in this in this movie. I um, the animation is gorgeous all throughout. Oh, yes. um, Indeed, and it's it's just traditional. Old school animation. Um, there are parts that seem slow, but it's all fluid. Mm-hmm. Like, everything's fluid, and I like how, like, like you said, like the sword fight with uh, with Haggard. Mm-hmm. Um, just the fact that, like, he, like you said, he's old, so he's just kind of like swinging this big sword yeah. around, and he's just kind of not he good at it. Tired. <laughs> yeah, he looks yeah. tired. And well, some of, the, some of the shots they 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 shots. It's all animation. But well, yeah, it's some of the scenes. Looked like it, it. It gave it depth. Like yeah. when he went to go thrust one time, the sword. I don't know. Yeah. It, just, it, it, yeah, it, it was it, so fluid looking. Exactly. Oh, yeah. the, the perspective changed. Yes. frame by frame. Yeah. to where it looked like it was. It was shorter, shorter, longer, longer, longer. Yeah, and it was as it went along. So yeah. so well done. Like you don't see stuff like that anymore. It's mm-hmm. just, it's very unfortunate. But you know, with you know, with 
Star Wars out now and how everyone seems to be loving the practical effects mm-hmm. of the movie now, maybe we might get into some more old school stuff. Going back to the old, old ladies doing things. I would not love it. Yes. I'm not even gonna lie. I was watching. Uh, I, I have the v- VCRs of uh, four, VHSs. five, and six VHS. On. Yeah, yeah. Use <laughs> a VCR to watch. Yeah, use a VCR. I have a VCR. You young uh, kids. <laughs> I, I have the VHS of four, five, and six. Yeah, right? yeah. And I l- love them. Yeah. For yeah. their like, I love the campiness. I love the puppets in them. Well, they're I, they're, they're, they're they're grainy and screamy, but yeah. you know it's it, it's. It's lovely. It's it wonderful. adds more character it's to it. Whimsical, yeah. and it looks more realistic what, in a way than yeah. CG does. The the panning shot of the still framed cardboard cutouts of stormtroopers on Dubax <laughs> yes. is is no less emotional than that big stupid lumbering yeah. CGI thing yeah. that is placed in the special edition. At least, <laughs> at least the actors had a point of reference. With the yeah. cardboard. Yeah. yeah. Without, without, without that, it's just a green screen. They're like, ah, uh, uh, yeah. I don't know what's going on here, <laughs> yeah. guys. And then, like, just, we can talk about all the bad stuff that happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that, oh, I just, I, I, I'm hoping that because it was so successful, they want to get back to more practical effects. Oh, yeah. Like that. Oh, yeah, and, they, and hopefully we might see some more of this. More like, 2D animation. Yes, like, I, would I love, love to it. See. Like, even, even if it's not 2D animation, uh, I am seeing a trend of... Uh, you know, um, computer generated animation, but that is frame by frame. Yeah, yeah. It, it's look. Yeah, it's done like in Toon Boom and stuff like that. So it's smooth, but it is frame by frame animation. So mm-hmm. it still has the impact. It's not motion tweened. It's not skeletal animation. It's not three D animation. It's literally frame by frame. And mm-hmm. this frame, he's this way. This frame, he's a little more like this. This frame, <laughs> he's a little more like this. You know, <coughs> and. That's something I want to see more of, yes. and um, you know, stuff like Avatar. <laughs> that yes. was all traditional oh. animation. So Can gorgeous we? too. And uh, this was traditionally animated. I would love to see more of it. Um, if you were to recast this today, who what would you who would you put oh. in these in these performances? I'm gonna go it's ahead and just do that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, it's, it's always yeah. difficult for me because, like, you know, obviously. People would want to go with more modern day people. Mm-hmm. Um, would you recast the dude? As I, I, you know what? Just use you, Jeff Bridges. You know what? You could do. Je- I put Jeff Bridges as King Haggard. Oh, I would nice. just. I'd drop him as Haggard. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. That'd be cool. I do. Uh, actually, I do. Um, yeah. Uh, who was who was uh, Filch? Who? Uh, from Harry Potter. Uh, I don't know who that character is. Okay, you guys. Know. <laughs> okay, uh, here's you're, 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 uh, I know. It's like I, I hate to admit this, but I have not seen Harry Potter five, six, or seven. Well, I mean, I know so, a lot of the characters. I don't know Filch though. Um, he's the groundskeeper. The grounds. He has the cat. Groundskeeper with the oh, cat. Oh, ah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. He, oh man, I, he was in something I know that he re- recently. He was in yeah, he, Game of Thrones. Hagrid? Are we talking about no, Hagrid? No, no, no. <laughs> this guy is, uh, he, he, uh, um, oh my gosh, I don't know my Potter stuff nearly as good as I well, probably should. But. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, the, speaking of Harry Potter, uh, freaking, uh, 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 Hans Gruber, what's his name? Uh, crap. Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber. Uh, Snape. <coughs> oh, 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 Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman would make a good Haggard. He'd be alright. Yes, he would. Alan Rickman would make a very good Oh, Haggard. actually, yeah. that would be great. Right? Although, like, because he is 
very close to Christopher Lee uh, mm-hmm. accent. You know? He does. He yeah, has that yeah. very like very proper, oh, apathetic. Yeah, yeah. yeah very, very proper, proper, apathetic, like, high nosed. Yes, low, I, bo- low baritone. That's, that's a very good yeah. pick. Yeah, I, I, would, I would recommend you. You know what? For uh, for Mia Farrow's role as Unicorn, I'm gonna go ahead and say Jennifer Lawrence. I think she's she would be good. She's uh, yeah. relatable. Exactly. Yeah, and modern, definitely modern. Modern. Um, yeah. Let's see here. Oh, uh, Jonah. Not Jonah Wood. Betty uh, White as uh, as Mama. Betty White uh, as, yeah. as, as um, Mommy Fortuna. Yeah, there you go. Betty White as Mommy Fortuna. <laughs> I'll be right. I get Ed Asner. Ed Asner as Mommy Fortuna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that work. I didn't do that. He was, I didn't gra- go that. He was Granny Goodness, so why not? Yeah, yeah. And incidentally, yeah. Granny Goodness, the only other person I would pick for Granny Goodness is Betty White. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Elijah Wood as. Um, oh, oh Schmendrick. Schmendrick. Yeah, he'd be yeah, a great Schmendrick. He would be, he'd be a great Schmendrick, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he basically, like, I'm thinking of Wart. You know, exactly. He looks exactly well, like the only reason yeah, I got it. Yeah. He's got the whole, you know, yeah. He's kind of nervous, too. It works. It works. I like it. W- what about the unicorn? Though? Actually, you know what? I would just cast everybody that's in the, uh, that's in the Over the Garden Wall in this. Yeah, I would just cast all really those people. Could. You could literally <laughs> cast all those people and put them that's in there. That's very true. Except for, like, Greg. Because yeah. there's not really any kids. There's no really kid, like, yeah, yeah I guess it's but cool. Yeah. No, no. No, yeah, no, I, would, no. I, would, I, would, I would cast... Uh, it, yeah, it's like uh, it, uh, Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood is, uh, is Schmendrick. Beatrice. Uh, Beatrice would be the would be the unicorn. Yeah. Uh, oh, there yeah, you she, go. She'd yes, be great as unicorn. That'd be very appropriate. I would totally go that. Go yeah. with that. You know what? Over the garden wall. Yeah, let's roll with everything with now, that. <laughs> I would just get Tammy Grimes back for Molly Grew, just because I can't picture anybody else <laughs> yeah, doing Molly yeah. Grew. The only one. It, it's such a hard one because it's you have to get kind of a withered voice, but someone who's not. You know what I mean? Like like so, someone who is still sort of sing-songy and and kind and you know like not not a raspy mm. voice, but something that can be withered. It's it's like she has such a unique voice. That's why it's one of the reasons I love the character is just nobody else sounds like that. Mm. Especially when she's, yeah, whenever she talks, like no one sounds like that. And uh, I would love to. I I don't know who I'd get for that. I would. Have to think about it for a while. Maybe I'll just go with Great Delisle because I love Great Delisle. But Great still, Delisle. like, I don't know. <laughs> it could work, I guess. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's a pretty good voice do-over. Anybody else got any suggestions for him? No, no I really. Pre- like, I'm almost on board with using an entire cast of Over the Garden Wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because Christopher Lloyd, he'd be yeah, haggard. No, he would be Lloyd be haggard. haggard, dude. Uh, the Beast could be the bull. Like <laughs> you didn't talk. Which is, yeah, yeah, like, oh, the, be- the no. Beast could be Mabrook. What about? Uh, uh, oh, there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Be that'd, be good. that'd be real good. The Beast. You could. Uh, who would be a good? Uh, I, honest to God, like honestly, I would love to see. Um, I forget his name. The guy who did Over the Garden Wall. Mm. I would love to see him do a mini series of this. Ooh, Take the book yeah. and make a mini series of this. That'd be good because that'd be you amazing. Get, you get a little bit more story and everything, and of course, more of the characters could get fleshed out. And right? You have these strange yeah. situations, just, like why is he tied to a tree? And yeah, all boobs just, and whatnot. Just six half hours, mm-hmm. like six half hours, <laughs> six episodes, six episode mini series. Or make it a twelve episode maxi series. You could do the whole book. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I think it would rock. Actually, you could do that with a lot of. books. I wish more. You could more. You should. People would do that. And and that's the thing about Over the Garden Wall. What it reminded me of that I didn't really talk about in our Over the Garden Wall episode, and what this movie reminds me of as well. There was this show called ABC Storytime on ABC. It was on Saturday mornings, just after all the Saturday morning cartoons, 
And they would do animated, sh- like, features of old books. Really? Or animated and or live action. Because, like, there was one about this mouse who, like, wrote a little toy, like, um, Stuart motorcycle. Little? It wasn't. It was in the vein of Stuart Little. But it was, like, it was, like, mouse in the motorcycle or something. It was, like, a little oh, mouse. Oh, yeah. That, like, that was that, like, like, wrote a little motorcycle, had a little, a had a little helmet. And it was a little stop motion animation in a live action show, Ooh. and that was one of them. But they also did uh, the Mysterious World of Og, which is a children's book, and they did like a two part movie of it, uh, where they all all these kids went to this little like weird little goblin town under the you know, like under under their town and stuff. And it, it just I remember that like vividly as a kid because like there was nothing else like that on, but it was on ABC to- Storytime or CBS movie something I don't remember what it was called but it was like Saturday morning and it, it they would do those I would love to see those come back like just do mini series of mm-hmm. books I would love to see a mini series of Last Unicorn a mini series of the Halloween tree mm-hmm. like oh, reading yeah. the Halloween yeah. tree that would be today. cool just, It'd be amazing yeah, just a couple of episodes but yeah yeah or you know of, of stuff of today like there's there's other stuff other than Harry Potter that's written today yeah, oh, yeah. you know like you could do a mini series of something like that like I'd, I would love to see more adaptations of books made into animated films Sadly, I don't think we'll get a lot of that because Harry Potter was such a success, yeah, so and we're saying, seeing so many clones of that. Yeah, you're you know? gonna, and it, like it's almost like it's they're they're talked about. Uh, you know, J.K. Rowling's even talked about maybe now going diving into Harry's kids and right. stuff like that. So mm-hmm. yeah. there's more she, Potter stuff coming. Well, out. there is a book yeah. announced. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, she's making so there a new you book. Go. Yeah, she's making new books. It's and, called the. Uh, it's like the eighth year or something. Yeah, something like that, and. You know, when it becomes a franchise, again, this is why I don't dislike franchises. When something becomes a franchise, more stuff gets made. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, and I, that's why I'm excited for Visionaries, like I said at the beginning of this. Like, more things like that to be made, I think, is just always good. And I would love to see more Last Unicorn stuff. I would love to see a new interpretation of it. Mm-hmm. Something made today. I would love to see that. Mm. So. Something, for, something for this generation. Yeah, something for this generation to see. And, you know, it's timeless it's got timeless stuff in there. Oh, like, yeah. like, again, and I was saving this for the end of it because it's fantastic. I might rip it off for the end of this podcast, period. Forget that's all, folks. I'm going to say, in fact, that's my ending for this episode. I'm going to go ahead and do it. Mm-hmm. Guys, thank you so much for being here. This We talked about Last Unicorn enough, yeah. uh, I think. <laughs> Uh, but uh, what? Like, of course, there are flaws with this movie. I think. I think yeah. the pa- there are pacing problems with it. You're always um, gonna have things. Even the, the new, uh, I hate to keep going back <laughs> to it, but you know, even the new Star Wars movie. Everyone, there's some yeah. people that are nitpicking in it, but yeah, it's still a great thing. It's still a great so, thing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, you can nitpick whatever you want. Um, but you know, there's just like there's like you know things like their pacing issues. Then the skeleton just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. Like, he just starts laughing. They're like, shut up! They're like, yeah. are we supposed to know that thing can laugh? Because yeah. they seem to know. Isn't that creepy? The thing's like, dead. I feel like they had, like, other conversations with it prior. Yeah. And, like, they just cut all that it's out. Just, yeah, yeah, really, Hagrid, probably. Hagrid came down and introduced him. He was like, that's my what, talking skeleton. What, yeah. what, what did he call it? You pretentious kneecap. That's what yeah. he called it. <laughs> Silence, you pretentious kneecap. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's the ender that I wanted. No. no. Uh, but yeah, no, I, th- I think we've talked about it. And uh, I, I suggest people go see it, even if you don't really like, you know, medieval movies or whatever. Yeah. Or if, if, if you it's like a, things like Tolkien and fantasy. If you like whimsical fantasy fun. Yeah, I think you need to go watch this. I think, like, even with all of its flaws, with all of its pacing issues, with some of its wooden acting, it holds up. 
right. I, I think it holds it, uh, uh, the, the positive. The highs outweigh the lows. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like Jay said earlier. This is a totally a movie you can just put on and yeah. just like obviously watch it. But you know, just having it in the background, yeah, it's kind of like a soothing. It's like, soothing. It's just a nice thing to have. It's visually soothing. Yes, like, you yes. can look at it and just go. <sighs> you know, it's like that's pretty. Yeah. Everything's pretty happy. And then the harpy the shows up, and you're like, oh, oh, what "What's going on here?" Yeah, the tension. You, wait, you're telling me you weren't at peace with those yeah. three little, <laughs> those three birds, no, three little utters? <laughs> like, yeah. like minus that, like, like there's just something about because like everything else is just kind of really peaceful. Even the bull, like, is it, the bull obviously is like really tense, it's, but the scenes with the harpy are like super tense. Well, it's because oh, yeah. it just picks up, and you're just. He's just like, wait, he's just like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get you. I'm, I'm gonna get you. I'm like, he's just, I'm gonna eat you. I wanna eat you. Yeah, but like, with the bull is tense. With the harpy, yeah. it's just creepy. Yeah, it's just yes. like, that the red starts to like build up and pulsate, and mm-hmm. I don't know, yeah. Also, no black lines in this whole movie. Not oh, one, really? Not one black line in the whole thing. Go back and look. It's brown lines, blue lines, orange, no black lines, though. Even the red bull has brown. As brown huh. lining, hmm. yeah, not That's cool. not a single black line in the whole movie. Never really. <laughs> it makes it a lot more of a softer look on things. Yeah, yeah painted yes. painted blacks in the background, obviously, but well, sure. But every like, animated line, no blacks. Yeah, it's always too. Yeah. It's always so huh. rigid looking when you have a yeah. character outline in black and whatnot. Yeah, and it, that can be that can be you know aesthetically pleasing in its own way. Like yes. if you're, yeah, if you're going like, for that look, that I look guess, like but... like beautiful Joe. Like yeah, if you're going for that like pasted on like. Inky, kind of poppy, poppy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, but you know, for this, it's just like it's mm, smooth. Yeah, smooth as can be. <laughs> you want to go smoother? Definitely. Yeah, smooth. Jay, thanks for being on. Jay Always Rice. a pleasure. Always a pleasure to have Jay Rice on. Always a pleasure to have Mitch from Bagged and Bearded. Thank on. you. Yes, one yeah. third of the Bagged and Bearded crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys can find us on uh, iTunes. They know where Stitcher. you can find it. No, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> and uh, well, if you You're personally, I was say if you want to personally get a hold of me, I'm on the tweets. Uh, it's some guy from KY. I also have an email if you guys like trying to get a hold of me. Mm-hmm. Comicbookmitch uh, at gmail.com. And then, of course, we always have the destination. Uh, if you guys, we, it's always plugged at the end of this podcast and whatnot. <laughs> but you know what? And at the beginning. And at the beginning. It's everywhere. all over the place. It's plugged but You everywhere. know what? We have a lot of fun there. And uh, if you guys want to come in and talk about comics or just animation and whatnot, please stop on by. Yep. I mean, I'm there Monday through Thursday, and Brandon comes in periodically, too. So time. we'll start talking about As anime or whatever it may be. So Yep, we're always there. Uh, this has been the Animation Destination Podcast. I'm your host, resident cartoon junkie Brandon Jones. Uh, you can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash animationdestination or animationdestination.com. That will take you to the Ooh, Facebook page. Get a website. Uh, it will soon be its own website. But right now, it takes you to the Facebook page. Uh, <laughs> and we are now on Twitter, as we announced last episode, <laughs> at at animationdp. So check us out. Oh, yeah, I should probably That's, also say we have Bags and Beards at bagsandbeards. Uh, yeah, that too. At Bags and Beards as well. So. Yeah, that too. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, your plug's over. Yeah, oh, dang it. Now, we have Instagram uh, too. But yeah. Come check us out. We're also on DestinationComics.com where all of our podcasts are. We have more podcasts coming, more video content coming uh, for this show and others. Uh, Should be a good time uh, here at the Destination. But that's it for this episode, guys. Uh, But always remember, there are no happy endings because nothing ever ends. And that's my sign-off from now on. Yeah! That's a good good sign-off. That's very nice. I like it.